Hey there, Ferrari. Ferrari's up next. That, see that Welcome everybody to the We Speak English Good Podcast. Tonight we have special guest David Stranger from the Stranger Band. And you know me, MC Offbeat, always killing it. And of course, Mr. Mike EP. I did like that. Good job. All right, offbeat, knock, knock. Who's there? Broken pencil. Broken pencil who? Never mind. There's no point. Oh, that was terrible. You're dude. welcome. I mean, you had to have read like some, you had to have gotten no, I actually rehearsed that in my brain as I was taking a leak outside because I, I always mess up jokes. <laughs> I always mess up like movie quotes and jokes and like crucial, crucial fucking punchlines and everybody's just standing around looking at me like an idiot uh so yeah that but wasn't bad though i mean it, you, it made was, it, you made it through delivery could have been a little better but. right right well i can't do anything really that pre-planned on this show so but i got that from a show called the leftovers have you ever seen the leftovers uh i think so it's on hbo fucking show is tits yo it's like it's like um if it's like a rapture type event that happens. So um, one day, like it starts with a lady in the shopping market and her baby's crying nonstop. And it, it, she goes into her car, she puts him in the baby seat and she's talking on the phone and all of a sudden the baby just stops crying. So it's like super creepy and eerie. And then she looks back and the baby's gone. And then all of a sudden she gets out of the car and she's screaming like, where the fuck is he? And then there's like cars crashing into each other and it's just like chaos. And so it's like 120 million people or, or, or no, like 1 billion people or something just disappear out of nowhere. And just no one knows what the fuck happens. Oh, and there's the, they are the leftovers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hence the name, the leftovers. And I tried watching it a long time ago when it first came out, and I just didn't really dig it. But then I saw they're on their final season, which is their third season, and I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be a short one." And I, I don't, I don't know. It's hard getting invested in shows that are already like ten seasons long, and you're just like, "Fuck, dude!" So I'm you were looking see- for something to binge, kind of. And I kind of have been. Uh, I got caught up in it, so like I, I ran through the first season this whole week oh, when I should have been doing other things. <laughs> luckily my son's kind of sick so he was like sleeping all day when i should have been doing other things i was sitting there watching the fucking show like oh my god this is it's fucking (laughs) ridiculous it like media just eats up way too much of my time but anyways i just i like that joke that was from that show um let's get some business out of the way so random mystique in the dynasty will be playing rosie o'grady's at um oh by the way our guest today is david stranger i I know but i just want to say that Uh yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> from the Stranger Band, and he'll be up here in a few seconds. I'm just gonna go through this list of um, dates I got coming up, which is pretty long, so I'm probably gonna cut some of this shit out. Dude, know? I'll definitely come to the Rosie O'Grady show. Where's Rosie O'Grady's? Like a block from my house. Oh, it's Raina's band, and they're fucking titties, dude. They're like uh, neo soul. Um, stuff i don't know have you seen any of the videos i posted a little bit little yeah bit. yeah so it's like that it's pretty dope um so random mystique and the dynasty will be at rosie o'grady's and that's saturday 5 27 may 27th she's playing all night i guess um i don't know what time that starts i'm guessing nine maybe nine to one i know it's i know i don't just go there around that time um May 20th, North Park Festival. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to shout out Surefire Soul Ensemble is playing the North Park uh, Festival. I, I know it's called some like corporate name. I don't remember what it's called, but it's in North Park on the 20th of May. Uh, Surefire Soul Ensemble, Jason Hannon on the Bullfighters, Electric Voodoo, who was just my past guest, who <laughs> I was just telling these guys, the um, what's his name? Jesus Christ, he was just on. Scott. Scott uh, Turnay is was the guitarist for Grace Potter and the Nocturnals, which I had no idea the whole fucking time he was sitting right here. like, And I like that band. And I cover a, a couple of their songs in a band. And, I, and you said poor research. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, that's like when people come into my work and they don't know, like... Yeah, but that, you're from. but you're a bud tender. You need to be I'm like not a bud tender though. Oh yeah, you're the manager, huh? I buy, I buy everything, but when you come in, you got to know who you're selling to. Yeah, but like I feel like in an, a dispensary, people people either know what they want or or they don't, and that's fine because you got people there who know the product, and you can be like, hey, but not when you're on the wholesale side because that they're wholesaling the product to me. Oh, okay. So you you're talking about people who come to you with weed, yeah, and who are like, I have no idea what I'm doing. But well, here's no, my- they know like they know what they're doing, but they're pitching to like they're they're pitching to like mom and pop. They're not pitching to Target or Walmart. Ah, I got or, you. You know Macy's or Nordstrom because you guys are pretty picky over there. Huh? Well, not only that, we're just that big. So it's like, <laughs> oh, I see. They're used to pitching the mom and pops, right? And then when they come into the like, yeah, you gotta, what? you know, because we deal with volume, so we need volume pricing. Ah, so, so you it come tur- in. it turns out a lot different. So you're just like, so they need to come in and lose hundreds of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, there you go. It's folks. Just business, dude. It's, it's just business. Just business. It's business. There you go, baby. There you go. Um. I love that dispensary, by the way. Point thank Loma. you, thank you. Point, Shout outs to Point Loma. Point uh, Point Loma's People's Consumer Co-op, right? No, Point Loma Patients Consumer Co-op. Right. I hate this pad, dude. It's so fucking annoying. All right, let's get this over with. Um, where were we? Okay, May 30th at the holding company here in OB san diego i'll be playing with irie g for the tuesdays or reggae tuesdays yeah. with a z which point loma is sponsor, a, is a loma. sponsor and jason who's always very gracious when yeah, we get there mr lip tech 
Mr. Lip Two. Uh, and then, oh God, that was awful. Um, okay, then June 9th, Winston's Skanks Roots Project will be doing their record release party. And also, we have special guests in a vision coming all the way from Hawaii. They're from Hawaii, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. No shit. <laughs> we got in a vision. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, Teddy, Teddy booked in a vision just because he wanted to make sure the night was nice. Nice, dude. I like so, your vision, dude. Yeah, the rock out, man. Uh, and then, so that's June 9th. That's Friday at Winston's. Saturday, June 10th, Oyster Fest. I'll be playing with Janelle Phillips down at the Embarcadero. Pew, pew, pew. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll be at Oyster Fest, and we'll be opening up for Magic and Damn. Mas Yahoo. If I, if I uh, liked oysters, I'd totally roadie for dude, you guys. But oyster, man, oysters. I just don't like this. seafood, dude. No. I, I, you I, like oysters? I like cook. I think See, I cooked are okay, but I've, the never had, I've never had them cooked. I've only seen them. Wait, so do they even cook oysters? Yeah, yeah. They okay. grill them in the shell and shit. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. With like butter and stuff. Yeah. Right? Okay. I like those. Those slimy snot cups of fucking snot. I just I can't deal with that. It, it's just it's not. Yeah, mm. just not big on the seafood. Yeah. Maybe if they maybe maybe they probably have other kinds of seafood. Like I'll do some shrimp or something like that. Some scrimp scrimps. is good. Scrimp is good. Some lobsters. lobster. Yeah, I do shit like that. But crab, crab is bomb. I just couldn't get into the oysters. Yep. I wish I did, dude. I do. I really do. Just because uh, just like, the snotty ones, I don't like. The cooked ones are good. Yeah. I think they're the same thing. Just ones not cooked. July twelfth will be uh, Skanks Roots Project. Okay, let's try that again. <laughs> July 12th, uh, Skates Roots Project will be starting off their, um, we're doing a short run, kicking it off at Winston's for Carlos Culture's um, reggae nights there on Wednesdays. Love Carlos. Awesome dude. 13th, we're going to Salt Lake City, Utah, driving through the night. Well, I'll be driving through the night because those guys will be drunk off their ass and I will be sober per the usual so i'll be driving all night to salt lake city to play the royal uh clay cleasy um let's see then we're off to ogden at the lighthouse and then some mystery place in vegas on the 15th so who knows where that's at i don't nice I, apparently neither does skanky so you ever heard mystery <laughs> I, I don't know so we'll keep you up to date as we go I think we blathered on enough. Yeah, right? I know, man. Yeah. You just you you really just, said a lot this time. I just keep going. I mean, jeez. <laughs> All right, let's bring out our guest, let's David. Let's do Stranger. it. No, I got rum. Oh, yeah. It, it's weird. Yeah, it's a weird thing there. That is kind of weird. Yeah, I, I apparently he, he just um, he opened just, the water bottle halfway in the yeah, middle, yeah, but then there's a top. <laughs> well, it's kind of pointless. It's like this. I, I think it's so it makes it easier for... Um, like a cup. You can use it as like a yeah, cup. Yeah, I thing. guess. Let me get a towel so that doesn't leave. Here, oh, ask him some questions. <laughs> What? Good, good entrance, huh? Yeah, jeez. What do you want me to? I don't. I don't even know where he's going. With that. So how's how was your day today? Oh, my <laughs> day was good. Uh, you know, woke up. Talking to Woke up. That was that was good. That was about <laughs> it. That was about it yeah, today. Yeah, just kind of walked the dog and. 
took it easy. Made nice, man. Nice. Yeah, man. I had to go to work. It really sucked. Yeah. Sorry about work that. But oh, I know, but I have to seem like the average <laughs> Joe. Oh yeah, yeah. My, my job's actually really cool. He's, you you buy weed for a living. I know my job's cool. <laughs> and the, to sell it, I just didn't want to brag. Drug de- It's like I'm like the modest. legal drug dealer, dude. Drug dealer is like one of the best jobs you can have, unless it's like cocaine. Like if you have or like hard drugs, know, then it's like terrible. Then if you're I was like, like Scarface, cool dude. That'd be that'd be cool. I don't want to kill people, but right, exactly. Like, yeah, everything. What you looking at? Killing. You know, <laughs> shit like that, you know? No, like like dealing with weed or I, I like psychedelics are fun. It's a little more riskier. But, I mean, it's just like you just sit around, you hang out, you fucking sell whatever you got, and you just chill. It's it's not a bad job. No, no, it's but, not bad. But you do it on like a like a Target, Walmart level. Yeah, so. dude, it's a little different. So the fun is kind of taken out of it? A little or? bit, a little bit. Oh, whatever. But, so. So, David Stranger, what drugs do you have for sale? Uh, <laughs> he goes, what, motherfucker? Got some mushrooms. Oh, oh right on. snap! Just playing. Oh, we're, yeah, right. yeah. we're about to fuck. Let's eat some right now. I was actually doing research last night because uh, just about you know psilocybin mushrooms. Yeah, uh, as far as the legalities and you mm. know those those details. They're, I well, guess, they're completely legal. No, in Calif- California, Idaho, and Georgia supposedly are the three states where. Even spores are illegal. Yeah, you can't and, uh, order the spores because in Ohio, where I'm from, where I'm from, we used to order spores mm-hmm. from a place. What was it called? God, there was just it you was a website. Order, there's tons yeah, of websites. You could just order spores, and then we'd shoot that shit into our substrate and fucking just grow like gangs of fucking. Oh mushrooms. yeah, well they grow wild up in Washington, mm-hmm. the Blue Ringers, dude. And you get, I mean, I would watch. You just go outside and pick them. There'll be a patch of them in your front yard. Yeah, I've I've been in San Francisco and like some fucking hippie was like, I picked these off an office building, man. And I'm just <laughs> like, okay, well, I'm not yeah. eating those, but you have fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're like super illegal in no, in, in California. Schedule one, yeah, it's so schedule it's, one, no medical, means, yeah, no benefit. medical use and highly addictive, which both are wrong. No, yeah, oh, totally. Which is ridiculous. Um, have you ever heard of the that fucking research? Um, well, they're going to be microdosing, and they're looking at microdosing for PTSD. And yeah, maps. Yeah, there's a, a, a company. What is it? A research company called Maps that is doing these these tests where they're having people come in. They're where well, they're testing. Um, they're testing uh, ecstasy or MDMA. Um, psilocybin and even ketamine they're testing for people with PTSD depression um, a shit ton of just mental ailments where they're finding these awesome results even John Hopkins hospital they're doing these crazy they need to test some DMT (laughs) well I uh, but but that's the crazy thing. Like the federal government just rescheduled marijuana to be fucking uh, a schedule one, mm-hmm. and here in California it's legal now, right? Yeah, L- legal legalish, legalish, right? Big gray area. Yeah, it's it's a big gray area because have you ever been traveling? Like, have you ever been pulled over or uh, have you ever been in? Uh, okay, traveling in California and stop by like the highway patrol like up the five there everyone knows that up the five going towards la well, see, they're federal exactly that's, well, that's a border stop exactly but we're still technically in fucking california i've been stopped with those and they found like this little a pipe and a little bit of weed and they're just like 
I was like, well, I got my, I got my, uh, what, my reference, the medical, medical license. My medical license. He's like, it doesn't matter. This is federal property. You're on federal land, and this is a Schedule One. And I'm just like, oh my god. Don't don't take me to jail. I got my baby right here. <laughs> it's like I just he it's all got good. Pulled but, over at one of those things. Yeah, man. Yeah, because well, we were coming back from this thing and we we're smoking and then fucking, oh boy, and, and then we hit this thing. We forgot it was there and then fucking, just right there on the five. This one actually was coming off or coming from the eight. I think it was the eight. That's what, yeah. They're a little more. Uh, they're a little aggressive. more aggressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. coming on the five. I, yeah. Yeah, I don't think we've ever really had problems, but oh, we yeah. will wait. Like especially if we go off on tour, we're going up north. We will oh, yeah. wait. Always wait. Always wait till after the point. Have you have you guys uh have you ever been on the road or had that issue? Yeah, we that it probably that exact stop. We <laughs> we used to have a bus that we bought off of uh uh, it was a retirement village. Oh, nice. Right. So it was like, you know, it was kind of like a 30 foot long, just a school bus looking thing. And uh, we kind of, you know, we we completely gutted it and, and, and turned it into just like a tour vehicle. And, oh, uh, it was tight. And we were, you know, we were coming down the eight and the cops basically, or I guess they're not cops, they're the border patrol. Yeah. Hop on the know. bus. They see all of us just like lounging, <laughs> you know, on like a couch and bring the dog in, just start laughing. And, you know, uh. I think they found like, a little crumb or something like yeah, that. But they didn't make a big deal. You're all, we're out, bitch. We're on our yeah. way back. No, I mean, we all got frisked. And, right. uh, you yeah. know, that was that was pretty invasive. But Of course. You know. But, but the fucked up thing about this particular time, I had my son and my wife was with me. And we were just coming back from, like, a work thing we had to do out east. And they searched our entire car. And in her backpack or in... Yeah, her backpack. They found this little fucking, you know, those little dime baggies. The, oh, yeah. Like, you know, and there was some white powder in it. And like, he was like, uh huh, uh huh, what's this? What's this? And I'm just like, I can't, first of all, it came out of Raina's bag. So I know it has nothing to do with hard drugs. But then I start like going through the catalog in my head, like, have I ever put any hard drugs in my yeah. wife's backpack? <laughs> and at that point, I hadn't been doing. I I've been sober for like a couple of years, so like I was like, that that can't be anything. But you know, there's always that guilty thing, yeah, just because just like, I've been in that realm before. I'm just like motherfucker. I'm just like, dude, that I don't know what that is. Um, I don't know. Taste it. And he's like, <laughs> I'm not gonna taste it. They went and tested it. Was nothing, but like. It held us up for another like half an hour because they're in their little trailer, fucking circle jerking or whatever the fuck. Well, they're they doing. gotta they gotta pour it in that little solvent or whatever, and it changes colors. Uh, it's just painless. All Shut that up, shit. Um. Anyways, I appreciate you coming on the show, yeah, man. Thanks for having that's, me. That uh, means a lot. Uh, so tell me, man. Fucking like, let's start at fucking how you form stranger and uh we'll go from there because uh, you guys been around for a long time yeah we we started uh damn 2000 it was like october of 2000 holy yeah. shit it was me and uh tilly our bass player yeah yeah and uh just basically our our old guitar player and we started you know just jamming and uh over the years just picked up more people lost some people and yeah you know did the whole band thing and been hitting it for 16 and a half years that's a lot man and and you guys have been kind i mean you guys did a show not too long ago right it wasn't 
at the music box right mm-hmm. yeah we yeah. did a show at the music box we, we've kind of been laying low this you know lately but uh we were hitting the road for we were on the road for about four years just kind of non-stop oh shit road warrior in it you that's know? right um i remember uh because we went to the lighthouse and we were staying at Julie's. Yeah. And there's this awesome picture of you in their local paper of you ah, just like mash it. Oh, yeah. It's like, um, so you guys spent a considerable amount of time out in Utah? Or yeah, like- we, we spent a lot of time in Utah. That was kind of like one of our, you know, that was one of our kind of like hubs. Mm-hmm. You know, we kind of lived there for weeks at a time and <laughs> at, branched out in certain directions and at, stuff. At, at julie's or just around that we had Inagin? yeah we had friends in in the no. area so yeah well, well what uh what drew you out there uh they they brought us out actually you know they brought us out and um um dalton i don't know if you guys know dalton he lives in the area yeah yeah, but, yeah. Uh, he kind of you know he kind of was taking he's taking us out there and you know working with us out in utah and uh yeah we just kind of lived there. I don't know Ken, huh? You've known Dalton since back then, huh? It's for a um, few years, yeah. Nice. Not years. So what was like, uh, I mean, when we went, it was like the winter, but I mean, what was the appeal out there? I just, I, I was just curious. Like, did you have like a lot of people, a lot of fans Yeah, out there we made, oh man, we made so many friends and fans in Utah. It's crazy. Like the people are so, yeah, so awesome. They're there. awesome. I, I loved it. And, that was my first time in Salt Lake City when we went and did that run. Um, and I didn't know what to expect. You know, you see like Mormon, like Book of Mormon. Everybody makes fun of Mormons. But sure. like they were like fucking nice people. Yeah. And like and they all are Mormon <laughs> or at least their family was. And then they sort of broke off in their own thing. But I mean, I they were like really lovely people surrounded by gorgeous landscape. I mean, those mountains that are just covered in snow. Just, Jesus Christ. That was yeah. beautiful. Nice man, but uh, San Diego's still the, the oh, best yeah. place. Oh my God, tell me about it. It's just fucking beautiful here. I know. Where are you going? Detroit. 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 I, I like to. I like to refer to it as Detroit. 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 Murder capital of the world or of the terrible, country. Terrible. Terrible. What was it like? Ten years in a right. row. <laughs> so now, what's up? What's up next for Stranger? You got anything coming up? We have the music box on the 26th. And oh, the, nice. This month? Yeah, we're playing with John Brown's Body. Oh, tight. Mm-hmm. Those guys are so, awesome. It'll be our first time playing with those guys, so we're going to, you know, yeah. we're stoked to, to jam with them. And oh. I think that's the first day of the, the Cali Roots oh. Cali Roots show, oh, so nice. like any people who's, you know, not going to be up there. Yeah. I'm still going to be a good crowd here. So. Oh, fuck yeah, there is. Yeah, not everybody oh, in yeah. San Diego is going to Cali Roots. And, you know, it's funny because John Brown's body is playing Cali Roots, too. Mm-hmm. So they're so I believe they're they're making their way up. So yeah. they have San Diego and I think L.A. and then up and Hit uh, the festival. Yeah. yeah, man. Those guys have been around for a really long time. I remember, like, back in their, what, early 2000s. What, they're probably from the 90s, I would say. Is that late nineties, two thousand? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know their story, but yeah, I yeah. back when they had like Kevin Kinsella was their their main their main dude, their lead mm. singer. Yeah, yeah. No, they they're fantastic. And before I even like, I mean, before I even came out here or even knew about them, because obviously San Diego's you're pretty embedded in in reggae out here, but like. I was in like the hippie scene in the early 2000s and I heard about those guys. So I was like following the dead around. And For sure. Nice. Doing that. <laughs> do, you, do you dig on the dead? Do you dig on um, the style? You know, I never I never really got too much into it. I did go to my first Fish concert last oh, year. Oh, shit. How what was you, that? What do you think about Fish? 
I mean, I I enjoyed it. <laughs> I I um I've I've been to a couple fish shows. Yeah, I've been to one. I went to one when I was like, I think I was like nineteen up at the Gorge in Washington. I really didn't know kind of like it. what it was all about. It's probably pretty early off into their band scene. And then I have a friend here that is like a total fish fan, and we went to a show down here at um sleep train yep. or whatever and that it they put on a good show well, you you um you came into it like what do you think of fish like, i almost thought it was like a negative thing no nah, like, nah, not at all not at all because it's you it's, like you like it's it's not for everyone no like mm-hmm. they're dynamic yeah. on stage the whole way they play the sides and people stand on certain sides of the stage and they do certain things like there's cues in the songs and and everything like that well the, i mean they're a jam band i mean when it comes down to it some people don't want to sit there and hear somebody jam out a, the same fucking chords for like 20 minutes but True. when you they're take, also not frying balls right yeah. exactly <laughs> so about 75 percent of the yeah. crowd is, is feeling pretty good well i mean like the people who are there i'm sure are like oh i want to go see fish and that's cool i mean you don't have to take hallucinogens to enjoy a fish show but it's still like but it'd be a much lot of cooler people. if you did <laughs> for sure sure i never have seen fish before i've seen do they they're good man yeah well i i love fish because they're to me they almost seem more of like a prog band like than a jam band like um like in the vein of like yes or something you know mm-hmm. they have like all these awesome chord changes they have like very intricate um hits and um intricate dynamics when you think of like somebody a band like the dead they're just like very floaty and they kind of stay in the same key and they drift around and but like when you think of a band like Fish, they're what's that one song called? Um, Jesus. No, it's not called Jesus, but it's called um, Gaiu. That's one of their songs, but it's not the one. Jaunt, I think that's the name. Oh, you enjoy myself. Uh, I think that's one of their popular ones. It's very there's it's very structured. It's very um, complex, and, and there's a lot of changes and chord changes to it. So I, I really dig that aspect of it as a prog band, um, almost like Snarky Puppy. Are you familiar with Snarky Puppy? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. like they, but they're not like psychedelic crazy jam band. But they're, um, but they're in that same like pro- progressive band thing. I, I dig that shit though. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's like uh, I always, I always, I always think of like uh, Snarky Puppy as like a. Um, just like a, a a musician's wet dream, because when I went to see them up at Belly Up, they were just like, it was just all the musicians I know from town, you know. Everybody's just <laughs> standing there. Yeah, everybody exactly. Everybody's just yeah, exactly. It's just geeking out on, on them just jamming out. It's, I mean, uh, that's years of musicianship. Anyways, so like, when did you start getting into music? When did that sort of? I mean, take it started form? when I was like a probably like 14 years old just just in high school i i started djing like back then there was like a like a like a latin house scene and i and for some reason that was where i i found myself so i used to go to record stores and you know 
found like a crew and would DJ and stuff like that. <laughs> That's and awesome. Then, yeah. So and that, and that was before like Serato and stuff. So are you? Like, oh yeah, that was all vinyl. Spinning yeah. straight vinyl. Yeah, it was all vinyl. And then they, and then dude, that turned into. Crew, dude. <laughs> I did had a crew, you know. <laughs> Is any of those crew? Uh, do are they still working around town? I, I mean, I think by now everyone's kind of just doing their thing, yeah. living life, you know. Got families and doing, shit. Yeah, yeah. doing the grown up thing. Ugh, gross. So so you started with just spinning and then yeah started spinning got into like drum and bass and more like you know stuff like that and that kind of led into reggae and I started DJing reggae and oh. then and then I decided I wanted to sing reggae cuz some girl said she would like <laughs> You know, just be totally like fall head over heels for a guy who sang reggae. So that was like, my right, first. Right. That was your first. <laughs> that was my like, first thing, and then I was like, you know, I'm gonna do. This. Like, and then I, I'm gonna, gonna, I, you know, uphill from that. that. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna sing. Funny enough, I sing reggae, and um, why don't you come see me play sometime, sweetheart? Yeah. So so that's nice. So you you started getting into music. So how did like, that work out for you? It didn't. I mean, I, I've always been. <laughs> yeah. I've always been too shy. You know, I was like. Yeah, I understand. Whatever. It's hard. I've always been shy too. If if a girl's not really approaching me, then I, they don't exist in my head. I'm just like, all right, I'm gonna stand over here all awkwardly, and and that's what I'm doing <laughs> until alcohol. Until I go. discovered alcohol, oh, and man. then I was like, ooh, Woo! I'm the best. And, yeah. then, and then I quickly turned I into the worst. This. Yeah. yeah, I've been that guy too. So. <laughs> I'm the greatest. Now I'm going to grab your ass. Oh, I shouldn't have did that. Now I'm getting escorted out. Sexual harassment. Dude, I'm so surprised that that's never happened to me. And like, I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of it. It's like, it's terrible. It's awful thing that. Oh, anyways. Anyways. <laughs> anyways. So you're a pretty so, touchy feely guy. huh? Yeah. Yeah. That was towards the end though. That was towards the end of the drinking. I started getting touchy and then, but I've always been lippy. It's like, do you get mouthy when you're drunk? Mouthy? Yeah, or like just start talking um, shit. No, not typically. No. Just kind of. I mean, it depends who I'm talking to, I guess. Yeah. You know? But uh, for the most part, just happy, annoying. I would, I would consider <laughs> myself annoying to myself. Like if I saw myself, I'd be like, oh, man, fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, I would never hang out with him. What the fuck is this guy doing? But yeah, I haven't. I actually haven't drank for over a month now oh for oh, nice. for what for what yeah uh, I, I i've been drunk for like five years so <laughs> thought i'd take a month off see how it goes do you uh so so were you like you were frequently drinking like every day or like, yeah i mean i not mean like getting wasted drunk. no i mean but even two three beers or whatever a yeah. night you know sometimes six sometimes one sometimes zero right right it's just kind of having one yeah you're still drinking and it's like when you're bored, you just kind of, you're like, what am I going to do? Well, go get a drink, you mm, know? So hand. I kind of wanted to rewire my brain a little bit. How's that, how's that been working? Great. Yeah, yeah, I feel great. What What have you noticed? Like, what are some, like, noticeable things? Um, my energy level, I, I got a lot. Like, I wake up in the morning and I, I want to do shit. Oh, yeah. Um, as opposed to just. Because <laughs> I get up uh, before 10. <laughs> oh, I do. It's crazy. But, uh. I smoke a lot more weed. <laughs> that's that's that helps. You know, what? So what's? So do you have like a a day job or you just do music right now? Just music right now. That's just awesome. Kind of yeah, just little little side gigs and a lot of you know. Yeah, I, behind I, the scenes music things that I'm working on. Well, like what? Like what's behind the scenes? Um. Well, right now, just 
um you know just doing songwriting stuff like that and oh, uh, cool. but also like little bar gigs or little you know, yeah. brunch gigs and stuff like that well i, n- I remember when i like officially met you was at johnny hollywood johnny savage's uh going away party yeah um and you and your lovely girlfriend were there what, megan, megan right? yeah. yeah megan and you guys do like a <laughs> you guys do like a hummingbird hotel is that right yeah hummingbird hotel and i remember she was like yeah i got a gig in the morning so i can't do things and you guys had to go home because of that so do you guys work a lot together we do we actually yeah. work yeah we're you know like when other couples are going to movies and stuff or recording music and stuff so it's kind of awesome yeah it's pretty nice do you guys okay so this is i gotta preface it just with my experience sure i don't expect it to be your experience but like with me and my wife i work with her too we'll be like an acoustic duo or sometimes i'll sit in on whatever instrument needs to be filled in but except for drums not a good drummer uh the but creatively like we work really well together but we can hit roadblocks where it's just like you know we're both passionate musicians so like sometimes it doesn't really work out and we met each other in a band and even then before we were even dating or or marriage or anything we still butted heads creatively Mm -hmm. so sometimes i mean but that never really leaks over into our personal life but do you find that sometimes it can be difficult working with the girl that you're in a relationship with or is it pretty easy flowing for you guys? For, I mean, for the most part, it's, it's super easy. Mm. Um, you know, obviously if you, if you hang around with anybody for an extended period <laughs> of time, then, you know, you can yeah find your ways to yeah of course each like other's like you sprinkle bit. that sugar on that yeah me too <laughs> sprinkle a little sugar <laughs> no, but we, no we we genuinely have a good time and you yeah know, it's, it's a lot of fun yeah so. and you know what i know you know what i like about it too is like when you go do these gigs and um it's like a date night too because like sometimes you get like dinner and stuff oh so for like, sure so like you're spending time you create music with someone you care about you have dinner boom you get paid you like, get paid at the end of the day it's like a legit date night and yeah. it's just yeah that's what i like about that shit man that's I cool i never get paid at the end of my day nights no <laughs> you're the one shelling it out <laughs> now you're just like here I'm you like, go damn, baby fuck i didn't get paid <laughs> she, she fucking shouldn't have took her to outback fuck steakhouse man, man. She, she ordered that that sirloin man she didn't even care I said eight ounce, bitch, not twelve. <laughs> she got the awesome blossom. Man. Said, no, so she's added that. She went, oh, can we get the? We're getting the awesome blossom to right? go. I was like, uh, yeah, I was at like, the damn. end of dinner. It's like, oh, I'm gonna like, order damn. lunch for tomorrow you too. Chicken, you had the chicken wings already. She's like, I know. Dude, I do this. This guy. Um, this I'm not gonna get too personal about, it, but this guy who was trying to reconnect with his son, and. um the girl he so he abandoned his son and um he was trying to reconnect with his son and the baby mama like 10 or 15 years later and so he like hit up the mom and was like hey let's just meet for dinner i'll I'll buy you dinner and let's just talk it out you know so he invites her to mcdonald's also (laughs) he says okay get whatever you want off the dollar menu (laughs) And then, after saying that he doesn't want to pay child support to see his son, he hugs her and says, mm, you smell good. What? <laughs> so this t- Where's this at? This is in Ohio. This is this was a guy who, well, I'm not friends with him, but like, I just know him through just 
because I know the the girl. You smell good. <laughs> and I don't know why. Where that? Where did that even come from? How do we? Oh yeah, because oh. we're talking shit about girls ordering off of Outback Steakhouse. Uh, yeah. Awesome blossoms. Awesome blossom. Anyways, so you uh, so you're doing songwriting. So what's up with straight? Are you guys gonna be doing any new music lately? I mean, when's I mean, you're playing with John Brown's body. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're, you know, we're, we're we're got a couple more, you know, things that we're working on coming up as far as uh, shows go, and um, just been kind of you know living life. Yeah, all the guys kind of have their thing, and yeah. you know, I have my thing, and yeah, been writing music. So when you know when the time comes, we'll. It'll, we it'll get go. together. So, and make do you some, do you still music. write for Stranger? Do you? Be like, oh yeah, oh I'm, yeah. This is a Stranger song. Um, I mean, for the most part, you know, it's it's just I'm just writing music. Oh okay. And okay. If, you know, if, if it fits, that's where it yeah, goes. If it fits that kind of. Yeah, because like I've seen, I saw you play with um, AK at a at a Winston's night, and I think it was. Was it you, AK, and Omar? And Omar, yeah. Yeah, and he had like the drum machine going and stuff. Yeah, I had a little looper. We had like yeah. Thrown some beats on the night before. Yeah, but that was didn't that was, have to pay a drummer. There you go. Yeah, that was pretty rad. And I remember asking AK, I was like, "Why didn't you just drum?" And he's just like, "I want to try something different." He almost seemed offended. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was like, he's "Oh, like, my what, bad. dude? You think I don't know what I'm doing?" It's like fucking. <laughs> you're like, like, dude, you're a drummer. Yeah. yeah, and now he's is he still on tour with um, the whale? He's back original? right now, but he's going to be going yeah, back he's about out. To bounce out again. Yeah, I think they're going to Europe. <sighs> so, but him and Omar, like, man, it's those guys are like some of the most talented musicians. Oh, for sure, crazy. man, on earth. Just, know? just like, um, just his uh, AK's uh, f- flexibility within a band setting. Mm-hmm. This is like, oh, you need a guitarist, okay? I can, and also I can shred on yeah. all of these fucking. He's played for Stranger. He's played every single instrument oh yeah that's know. right uh because you guys uh you guys did like a uh, what was that the summer meltdown i think was last year or something mm-hmm. and he's probably on the keys I think. yeah he played keys with you guys and then you guys all came and played under roots covenant yeah. and he was gonna play drums but i think junior played drums from Skate. yeah yeah he killed it he jumped on and yeah it was just like just seamless and Mexicans are resourceful. There you go. Yeah, right? he got, he got, he got, he got, jump hey, over we, there. Jump over there. Hey, <laughs> hey, we don't need you there. Oh, sorry. That was weird. That was kind of weird. That was that was weird. Kinda, you beep, 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 me. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so do you got like music in your family at all? Like, what, where does the inspiration? Yeah, my mom used to like do songwriting stuff. She was into oh, like tight. the, you know, folk music and stuff like that but that's yeah. where i got the guitar was through my mom and the that was her guitar mm-hmm. oh nice mm-hmm. so it's got i've written most most songs on that guitar right there so. yeah dude the classical is awesome man it's so warm yeah I, I that's where i write a lot of my shit too i don't i don't even have an acoustic anymore i think i sold the. i almost said the marshall but that's an amp well speaking of guitars are we gonna we're gonna hear something right yeah 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 should we do it right now? Let's do it right now. Let's okay, do let's it. do it right now. This is, this is this sounds like a good time. Yeah, why don't we um just give us a second and we're going to set David up and then uh he's going to play. Do you want to play one, two songs? Whatever, whatever. Whatever you guys right. want to do. Let's just stick to two. Sounds good. No, I don't want you working too hard here. Not for sure. All right. Let's we're going to set up and then uh we'll be doing this. Pew pew pew. <laughs> So I don't even, I guess I'm playing this. 
will it take to see the bigger picture? We're at the break, at the break of day. Don't wanna wait, can't wait too much longer. We're almost there. The pages are turning, the rock is rolling, the fire is burning. But you're wasting your time Why, oh why, oh why Is it so hard to see We're fighting for peace In irony What will it take to see the bigger picture We're at the break, at the break of day Don't wanna wait can't wait too much longer, we're almost there It was late in a dark part of town well, I was looking for a place to lay my head Out of nowhere, the rain clouds come down Pitter patter drip drop to the ground Brings me to my knees just to look up and say, oh yeah. Send thy faith over standing, wisdom to achieve. My own fate, I know what it will take now. What will it take to see the bigger picture? We're at the break, at the break of day. Don't wanna wait, can't wait too much longer We're almost, almost there What will it take to see the bigger picture? We're at the break, at the break of day Don't wanna wait, can't wait too much longer Stranger tune that never made the cut. So. Yeah. Here we go. I can't understand how we got here. Know the answer, not quite clear. Now it's really getting late. Time comes hard these days. Stay awake, you'll never know. When you have to hit the floor Better yet get hit yourself You're really gonna feel All the weight holding you down Must feel like a million pounds All the lights they're blinding So you can't see where to go Off and on just like a switch Smoking mirror camera tricks A little something just for kicks You lose your soul Don't make a sound Cause it's going down We can tiptoe round We go through the world 
love underground Best believe your instinct What it says may hold some truth History is still blank Till the page come down on you Build a frame for every wall And paint your wisdom on them all Don't make a sound Cause it's going down We can tiptoe Brown, we go through the world underground. Don't get lost in the world up above, like so many. Don't make a sound, it's going down. We can't. Tiptoe round we go through the world under underground Don't make the sound It's going going down We can't tiptoe round we go through the world underground Awesome, ma'am. That shit was sick. Always love some live music. Actually, haven't played those songs in a couple years, so thought I'd practice them. Well, this is a good place to practice. Why not? No, that was excellent, man. You got yeah, real. You got a real soulful. Uh, you got a real soulful timbre to your voice, man. Like, you got a lot of soul influence. A lot I of, do, yeah. Like, R&B-ish. Like, even when you were warming up when we were doing sound check earlier, like, you played something, like, really. Yeah, I love I love old soul music, you know, like, anything Motown. Yeah. Marvin Gaye, of course, all the stuff that, like, if, you know, like, if you're in San Diego, you know, like, all the lowrider tunes. Yeah. All the, you know, lowrider yeah. oldies. And uh, and I was, you know, project product of the 90s so any of the 90s r&b oh shit like, yeah my shit like boys the men and, oh yeah and <laughs> that's Man, all i was just talking about that yesterday where are those groups not even just those groups, but like new ones that that put out those music. I was like, "Where's that makeout music, man?" Like, yeah, do you have where you, are those? Have things, you ever heard you know? Rebel Soldiers? Yeah, dude, they're like the fucking Islander boys the men. Wait. I, I think I know who that is. Dude, there's four of them. Are they and singing they that one, Half Full? Is, is I don't Half know. Full one of those? I don't even know any of their songs. The first time I ever saw them was I was playing with Janelle up in L.A. somewhere, and we were opening up for Ellie Mac and um, Rebel Soldiers, and they were just fucking murdering it. They were all just up front, just singing, harmonizing, doing these four-part harmonies, just these lush har- Oh, my God. I was just fucking... Yeah. That's, where, that's where I geek out on is, is the harmonies. It's like, you know... Yeah, having man. Having a group of people just... Yeah, get Hold down it. one voice, yeah. yeah. Are you... Um, when you're in the studio, are you pretty quick with the harmonies? Can you hear exactly... Oh, what yeah, you're yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that's one thing I, I'm really good at is just picking out, like, harmonies. I hear it, like, in my head. Yeah. So it's it's pretty instant, but um, 
That's cool. That's a, that's yeah. a hell of a talent. It's yeah. A, I can hear like music production wise. I can hear like what the music should be doing. But when it comes to vocals, I'm just, I don't know. Cause I don't, my voice is terrible. So I don't. Well, now you got a plugin for that though. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I got waves tune, son, which yeah. is auto tune for waves plugins. Well, isn't your wife like a voice coach? Didn't he just say? Yeah, yeah. What's up with the free lessons? Yeah. Oh no, she tries. It's just you know, like once you get to a certain age, your brain starts to just want to like just hang on to what it already knows and try to reject new stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, that's where I am, which is just a lazy way of me saying I don't want to fucking. Sure. Do I don't want to do that shit. But. My wife claims I have a a lovely voice, and uh, I just don't agree. Only because like I don't like my <laughs> talking her, right? voice is what the transgender voice I call it. So it just oh, doesn't shit. sound just doesn't sound right. But the vocal Not very PC on that one. No, I said transgender. Oh, like you can't say oh, that makes it all right. Yeah, as long as you're saying transgender and not like the other <laughs> one, which I don't say anymore. Anyways. <laughs> We'll we'll move past this whole transgender thing. So you've been. uh, So when did you find out like you could sing and stuff? There's a lot of uh, like people don't even realize it sometimes until they're Um, like late in life. I think you know. I just it's it's just been something I worked on. Like if I were to hear like if you were listening like some of the old Stranger stuff, like Mm -hmm. my voice is like you'd be like that's a different singer. Like people Um, have been like, yo, what happened to the old singer? (laughs) Yeah, and I was like, yeah. Well, I was that guy, but um. What it's just something I developed, I guess. What do you, uh, so did you start doing like practicing? Like, did you start doing, um, like, what are some of the ways that you start building your voice? You just sing a lot. Just keep yeah. going. Just sing all the time. Yeah. Did you realize your voice was changing or like your style and everything? I think as so. It, as, as you kind of, yeah, yeah. Were playing more music and. I think I always kind of like leaned more towards like the soulful thing, but at first, like, I was kind of trying to lay on like kind of like a kind of an accent you mm. know like in, in reggae right. like sometimes you can either choose to go like you Hard, know right i'm yeah. trying i'm putting on a jamaican accent right. or i'm you know doing something like that or yeah, i'm gonna yeah. go complete opposite yeah and just sing how you would sing yeah what do you what do you think of people or bands or whoever that do that like when they're like clearly a white kid <laughs> mm-hmm. from you know san diego is fucking doing that i mean would yeah. you I mean that's that's her thing. I'm yeah. not. I I used to hate on that, but it's you know it's it sounds good and you know it makes you feel good. Go for it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. No, I I I used to just talk mad shit about reggae in San Diego, and I don't even know why. It's just it, it just wasn't. I really liked reggae and Sublime until I got out mm-hmm. here and just started seeing the saturation. Yeah. And then I just was I I just hated on the whole scene, and then now here I am fucking. <laughs> You're part of it. Yeah, I'm part of Not it. Bad. Yeah, yeah. Which it's is really which built. is which is odd. I don't know how how has the scene kind of changed since you guys started. It's it's changed a lot. I mean, it's now where you know the the legendary like Jamaican and and bands from the UK are opening up for American right. kids because you know obviously their their music's good, but it's the ticket sales. You know, the festivals are driving their money. Their their lineups on the ticket sales and. um but when we started, it was like, it was pretty much like mostly Jamaica. We had Sublime was mm-hmm. like our basis for American reggae. Right. And then like, you know, some other bands that were around the time was like Crucial or like, I think Elijah Emanuel and the Revelations, like more like roots, like roots based kind of sounds. Mm. Right. And uh, just over the years, it, you know, 
just everybody kind of turned it into like this American reggae, which is right. It's, which it's which what happens, right? Yeah, it, just, it happens with like a lot of. But I mean, I think it's a beautiful thing because, and you know, th- I mean, the underlying message is is upliftment, and, you know, positivity. Yeah. So right, yeah, that is the it's great thing about. Yeah, it. and I mean, you can't hate on it. I mean, other places have taken our music and and made it theirs, and we've taken theirs yep. and made it ours. And I mean, well, even reggae, like <coughs> it, you know, like they got a lot of their ideas from what was going on in the U.S., like in the you know in the '60s, right. like the the soul and the you know the pop music like, mm. and they kind of flipped it into their own thing too so. yeah like right. that i mean it started out right like ska right yeah like early skies so mm-hmm. they would turn more reggae like the beginning of reggae yeah i think i I've, mean it wasn't really till bob marley where like they really created those bass lines mm-hmm. you know and that's when it really all went to like more bass like the bass line was there yeah. Like and before so, it was all ska. I mean like it was just all the skanks. The it was all skanking and heavy horns. Yeah. Heavy horns. Dude, I love the horns though. <clears throat> and then Bob brought out the roots. Yeah. Exactly. That's just uh that's a great way to start a song. That's yeah. tight, Bob. <laughs> that's tight, Bob. Way to go. Aston, Aston Barrett. <laughs> one of the best reggae he, bass players right. if not the best you know reggae bass player of all time well i mean he set a precedence right absolutely like he set like oh, a, yeah. a bar where like now it's like you gotta go past this mm-hmm. if, if that's even possible and yeah that that shit's uh you know like i think the thing about like the san diego reggae scene especially like you know stranger and like these bands that's been sort of cultivating it um since its inception sort of is like that all the musicians involved are like students of the music and they sort of like are translating that into their own yeah which which i never really thought of it like that until who told me someone told me that i think omar told me that (laughs) anyways but you know like like it's it's just been cultivating here and and it's so do you think that san diego is kind of the um, do you think that San Diego is is like sort of the? It's like the epicenter. The epicenter, yeah, exactly. The epicenter of what it, what reggae is now, like the, at least the West Coast, California roots reggae. So, it's it's uh man, I mean because yes. like because there's like because <laughs> like yeah, I mean like well, yes. I'm, I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, I just said yes. But. <laughs> yes. Uh, why do you think that? I mean, yes and no, I guess. But I mean, as a you know, geographically, it's the weather is is perfect. It's mm. the perfect set and setting for people just to to feel good. And, yeah, you so. know. And I feel like like touring, you know, touring the the country and basically in the in the continental United States, San Diego is like the best place. <laughs> <laughs> just just yeah, just weather wise. As far as like, weather wise, you know, I mean, everywhere just, is amazing, but yeah. there's just so much, so many things to do. Yeah, totally. You know, it's it's like. You get like the Southern California sun, but it's more laid back than LA. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I don't see a lot of the reggae scene when I go up into LA. Yeah, at least LA can be tough. Like the South Bay shit that's going on is kind of cool up there. Like, um, oh, was that? Is it Arise Roots part of that? Arise Mm -hmm. Roots. Arise Roots, um, um, Simpkin Project. Yeah, Idol Vibes. Idol Um, Vibes, Ayaterra. Ayaterra. Yeah, those cats. Respect. Yeah, those guys are doing some uh, cool stuff out of L.A. Um, but yeah, man, like it, 
I was just curious because of someone who's relatively new to the scene only because I knew Chris Murray, you know, Chris, mm-hmm. High Tide and all them. I, I just, it just, I happened to know him and then he was like, hey, you want to come on tour? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Okay, let's do this. And then, and then all of a sudden now I'm doing this a lot. So, <laughs> nice. no, I mean. All of a sudden I'm playing keys in like four bands and. Well, I mean, like, I, I play a lot of reggae. I play in a lot of reggae music, but, I mean, I'll play I play in cover bands. I play hip-hop. Well, and no, just yeah, like just, I mean. just like an like entire array. But, but it seems like more and more that reggae is, like, taking up more of my time. For instance, Skink's Roots Project, which was supposed to be, like, sort of everyone's side project, you know, like mm-hmm. Eddie and uh, Chris's from High Times, like his the thing, Danny, Danny Dredd. Dredd. yeah. Yeah, like, you know, he was with the Roots Covenant thing and doing his own thing and and just everyone in Skanky and Junior up, up north, they had their own thing, Keep It Lit. Well, and no, it just, well, then that was, no, Junior was Keep It Lit. Oh, Skanky, Skanky just, was just a DJ. Skanky oh, was right. just spinning records, man. Oh, that motherfucker. He yeah, just... Skanky never did shit. Skanky just... <laughs> I said it, Skanky. My bad, dog. <laughs> you know what's up. You know what's up. You know who's picking you up at Skanky, the airport. Skanky, dude, I was... No, because I was there at the inception of the whole thing. Yeah. So I was there at the inception of all the Skank's Roots project. Skanky just literally got everybody together and said, let's do this. Like, yeah, let's, well, let me put, I want to put together some songs. That, and the, then it just kind of morphed from there, you know? I mean, he is, obviously, he's the mastermind behind it all. Well, but, he, I mean. He fucking, uh, it was supposed to be a side project. Exactly. Yeah, it <laughs> no. was like, it was like, no, hey, I'm going to play drums. I'm going to fucking do that. And it's tough, man. It's tough to fucking. It's tough to have half the band up north and then half the band down here. You know, we gotta like travel there or they travel here to rehearse sure. and shit. But I mean, what's what another cool aspect about reggae is that it's it's not like a super complicated. It can be complicated, but it's kind of a you know you got like a two chord little thing you're doing and and. It leaves a lot of room for guests to come on. For instance, Mm -hmm. when AK was sitting with Stranger and then Stranger just sort of flipped it and just was Roots Covenant, just changed the name, had Mm -hmm. a new drummer or whatever. And it leaves it open, especially when you got good front guys, like just calling shots, you know, dub it out or whatever. So so I I like that aspect of it. Kind of, um, it's almost like, like a almost like how jazz can be um, sort of cyclical. You yeah, can kind of throw players in as long as they know the songs or at least know the progression and can kind of hang. It kind of keeps it open for um, I don't know people to come and join the fun. For sure, for sure. What was a uh, what was kind of a um, what. You guys had like a home base at Diamond Gyms at one point, didn't you? <laughs> we did. Yeah, I knew that. I knew the. I went to high school with with the owner at the time's son. Uh huh. So we were, you know, we were we were good friends, and so they were opening it up, and they wanted to do a reggae night. So we, it's it was literally like that place is literally like three blocks from my house. So it was <laughs> it was just dangerous. It was, you know, it, was it was like a backyard party for us, basically. Yeah, I know? I remember those. So I never went to one. But, like, I remember always hearing about, like, Diamond Gyms. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what you guys sort of, like, was that sort of, like, at the at the peak of Stranger? Like, no. uh, when you guys were, like, playing a lot? I mean, obviously right now um, Stranger still exists, I mean, we but were, it's just... You know, we've been doing, back. I think, you know, we've 
that's we were doing a lot of shows in town mm-hmm. and then there was you know th- three or four years where a lot of people in town were like what happened to you guys but you know we were traveling the country like oh yeah nomads yeah. you know and exactly it was, uh, okay that's so, kind of what we were doing for you know and then we the last tour we did was with fortunate youth and that was a that was a good one. Oh, nice yeah. where'd you guys go that was that was like a just a circle of the states you oh know, nice basically. oh that's awesome yeah, that was good fortunate where are they from they're from LA. They're like, from LA. Yep, South Bay actually. Oh, South Bay. Yep. Well, there you go, South Bay, kicking yep. it out still. Yep. And we're bringing it from the South Bay of San Diego. Yeah, South so Bay of San Diego. Boom, boom. We're the the South, the more South South Bay. <laughs> the South is South Bay. The Southiest. <laughs> the, south, the South of South Bay. Well, and but what's interesting about the South Bay in San Diego is that you got a lot of monsters coming out here, like Stranger, Tribal Seeds, yep. and fucking I mean Ian to mm-hmm. the extent of tribal seeds and now his own stuff and ian was actually the original keyboard player for stranger oh shit so. what happened uh, you know. got busy yeah <laughs> started doing his own thing <laughs> no yeah we're just no, you yeah. know yeah <clears throat> things happen well he sat in with you guys at the music box right yeah that show at yeah. The music box. yeah i actually did and we did like a trade-off where where uh he sat in with us and then i did a couple shows with him and his band oh cool just kind of playing guitar and you know singing and his his um his live show is very like i mean very intense with just um timing and stuff mm-hmm. i mean like because i know he uses some backing tracks yeah, yeah. and yeah, i mean he brings his own sound guy because mm-hmm. uh we opened up from well janelle opened up from in long beach like i think last month or something and just the amount of people and the amount of effort that went into that show, I was pretty stunned. I've seen him, I've seen him play before, but I didn't get to really see like the behind the scenes, like you know when you're yeah, behind, yeah. backstage and you're seeing what's going on and you're seeing like their sound guy plugging in and taking over their soundboard mm-hmm. and stuff. That's kind of like become an industry standard for you know a lot of the the more well known and mm-hmm. you know more famous like reggae bands is you know you have your sound guy you have your board mm. plug it in and everything is backing tracks and, yeah you know it just kind of i guess it makes it uh more fluid or you yeah know, more yeah organized yeah for sure it's like what i mean what do you think about that do you do you like that aspect is that something you would want to incorporate into your band um yeah i mean sure yeah, but usually I, mean, I mean when we play in town with stranger we're playing with a like a 10 piece band yeah you already and have all the parts they're full people are trying to jump on stage and shit yeah exactly and we're like dude no more, no yeah. more. No more Yo, just because you played with us four years ago <laughs> fuck. we got the guitarist that's playing now right no but it's with i mean I, one thing strangers always it's kind of had like that jam aspect where we used to we used to pack up like canes and stuff and mm. back when that was a place and uh and it was like we'd play for two two and a half hours and we didn't know what was going to happen it was just like let's see you know yeah, and it was always go. a it was like a very reviving uplifting experience yeah you know and i i feel like the backing tracks are good but it can also be like a little sterile at times mm-hmm. you know it's there's no room for for really jamming it, out or, yeah improv you know? improvisation which uh, which is always nice to see like cuz like there's the songs you hear on the album and then when you go see an artist, some people, I feel like, I mean, I, I, I feel like a lot of it's just trying to emulate, give them the album version of what they're trying to do. And then they'll add some spice to the sure. backing tracks or whatever. But 
I feel like when I go see a band, I want to go see them like in the rawest element. Mm-hmm. I want to see them rehearsed and not fucking up all the time. But I do want to see them like a very raw element. Try to see them like you know do their thing. But that's just where I'm drawn. You know, yeah. some people well, like, like I say it. like do Winston's is a great place for that. Yeah, totally. You find weird play people go through Winston's. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Everything goes through there, man. Yeah, the fucking. Um, I saw this band called the Motet. You guys ever hear the Motet? Yeah, those guys are sick. Yeah, I saw them when they were like a three piece, and like my buddy just knew one of the keyboard players, and it was uh, a keyboard player, another keyboard player, and a drummer. And he, oh, was, wow. the drummer, was triggering a lot of the effects. Um, the one keyboard player, the main guy, was playing bass and the keys, and then the other keyboard was just secondary. And they fucking still killed it. But now you see them playing in Red Rocks and fucking mm-hmm. with like a 20-piece band and Damn. just fucking murdering the game. I mean, it was, it was, it's it's just like you don't you don't even know who's going through Winston's because, I mean, it's just there's some murderers. That it's go one of, man, Winston's is one of the, the coolest spots in San Diego. Like I agree, just man. To, you know, even attend. Yeah, just to go there. to a show. Too. Yeah. And Kyle is fucking cussing like, God damn it, because he's. Kyle, the sound guy. Shout out to Kyle. <laughs> he's, I love Kyle. He's never, he's never yelled at me or anything, but he's, you do see him back there cussing. He's awesome. He's passionate. He's too young to be a grumpy sound guy. Uh, I think he's already. Right. He's already. It's alright. It's usually like the sixty-year-old guy with the he's, ponytail. Like, <laughs> I've been doing this. Yeah. You don't know this system. Yeah, for sure. It's PV. <laughs> yeah, why is it? Why does like all the old school guys think PV's the greatest? PV's pretty good, but it's, it's not bad. It's but what it was, yeah, man. yeah, that's true. They were it, they were awesome at one time. I'm I'm just not a fan it's like of the 80s. I used to have a PV bass amp that just fucking just like had the worst highs. And for a bass amp, why does it have like such <laughs> scorching highs? Like why is that? Why is that even a thing? Know, fucking right piece of shit. Amp. Sold it to an old guy. Nice. Yeah, he's he, like, he, oh, listen to these oh, highs man. on my face. <laughs> man. Mad punch, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. Anyways, shit talking aside. Yeah, man. Fucking. Um, I heard, uh, you know, you know Tommy Dobbs, or at least yeah. know of him. Sure. Uh, he was telling me that they're, because Tommy is that guy who sort of like was like reggae and then now he's sort of doing his like uh, Bang, Bang Pow. Pow. Yeah. So his sort of like dance rock band and mm-hmm. stuff. And he was on the podcast and what he was saying was that there's like a divide. I think the eight or something divides the city from um, um, you got your indie rockers and you know, and then you got your sort of like hippie reggae side over here. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that um, the, so like booking the Casbah, for instance, which is an awesome venue on its own. Um, he was saying that they'll go through your list. Uh, they'll go through your show history and see if you play Winston's. And if you played like Winston's or OB too much, they won't book you over there. That sounds weird to me. No shit. That it sounds weird to me. But I mean, that's what he said. I don't know. Is that does that you resonate? You know what though? I never. I never see anybody that plays at Winston's play at the Casbah. No. Ever. Yeah. Ever. I've seen like Al Howard's bands play at Maybe, Yeah, I mean, but I've, yeah, it's very rare though. When you look at their, when you look at them, they mm. don't like, you would think they would go from venue to venue, yeah, some yeah. of them, and none of them do. Mm-mm. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, Casbah has that like indie thing going on, but like, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen like a reggae show being thrown at. I don't Kasbah. think they they'd ever throw. A reggae <laughs> <show> <laughs> They're just not into it. That'd be like sacrilege, man. They we can't do it, bro. Sorry. Yeah. Too many fucking dreadies up who here smoking this, weed. Who booked this shit? <laughs> yeah, whatever. I mean, that that's silly to me. I, I think that uh, why divide a city like that. But I mean, Winston's does have that vibe, though. You know, just sort of anything kind of goes there. I Shout mean, out to Teddy. Teddy. <laughs> Anyways. Well, now, man, it's uh, the music box throwing a lot of reggae shit. oh yeah mm-hmm. what is up with the music box? who runs yeah. that well know. the music box is they're in in uh they're in cahoots with the belly up so oh, the belly up is doing a lot right. of booking for so they're basically trading up they're kind of like doing promotions and, mm-hmm. and nice, bookings for dude. the music box i got nice. you so um the music box some good shows yeah, there yeah. man the music box is more of a really is like a bigger place. venue than the belly up right or is it comparable it's, it's comparable but I the ceiling's a lot room. higher uh-huh. you know yeah and it there's looks, like balcony seating right yeah it's a little i would say swankier Swank. i'd say swankier but you get the same i think though with the belly up what's really dope is like you get that real intimate feeling with the That's, stage yeah but you still get that at the music box mm-hmm. which i think is super cool but you get that swanky upscale like you can be on the floor or you can be like the cool guy hanging over the rail (laughs) yeah watching like watching the band from above which i think is dope i mean it's you you got a lot of different areas to watch from i I like that spot yeah i haven't been there since the anthology box are definitely the spots yeah yeah. top two oh yeah belly up is a shit man just yeah, totally, man. That just like, especially with sound. Well, I've never played be- music box, but like with belly up, I really appreciate the sound guys there. Mm-hmm. It's like you, you gotta appreciate your sound guys. I mean, if they're good, especially if they're not so good, then you know. yeah, be nice <laughs> to them. Yeah, yeah just always <laughs> be just respectful. Be nice. <laughs> always be respectful because you know, I mean, even if they're bad, they can make your whole situation a lot worse. Yeah. Oh man, like we were the just U thirty one guys. I mean. Did I say that out loud? You're such an asshole. Hey, I love Vic. I love Vic with Slick. Slick Vic. Um, No, well, we're just, for instance, we were just up in um, uh, Indio and playing with uh, Hyrie and Arise Roots. Uh, Speaking of backing tracks, Hyrie. Um, But they put on an amazing show. I don't know why I even said that. Uh, But... Arise Roots, okay, here was the, the example. Arise Roots was playing a song, and then they had a song that featured Hyrie on it. So Hyrie comes out, and she starts singing, and all you see is her going... And, and for people listening, I'm lip-singing, kind of. But you couldn't hear her, was the point. Mm-hmm. And, and they barely brought her up in the mix. And then he was like, and then bring out Chris on saxophone. And he comes out, and he's just like finger in his sacks oh, so there's like nothing nothing coming out of the front oh. the house the house is just empty and everybody's just like what the fuck and none of it really changed like they brought it up a little bit oh that's weird i was at soundcheck and i know like they sent the email saying we can store all settings in our digital soundboard and i was at soundcheck i heard it all go down just fine and these motherfuckers couldn't pull it up. Like, see, like to me, that's just 
That's bad. That's like the worst of the worst kind of sound guy. Apparently, you couldn't hear the guitars during our set or the hand percussionist. And but the sound guys make the show. I mean, they totally they make the show because I mean, they make you sound like shit or they make you sound yeah. good. And but like even. <laughs> I mean, they should at least make sound, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be something. They should at well, least that's be. How they make you sound like shit. Is what's why is she lip syncing? Yeah, it, it was just such bullshit. Like, and like it, it was upsetting to me because I was trying to watch the show, vibe out, enjoy the fucking show because it was a good ass show. Rise, Roos, Harry, they, you know, monster fucking bands. Yeah, and they yeah they and they ruined that moment and they ruined that moment for people who were there and who paid to see that and who dare pulls up into my fucking someone pulled up that person that is backing out oh it's paul <laughs> the other day paul knocked on the door during the podcast and it was like the second time someone interrupted and i was like who the fuck is it he's like it's paul your neighbor and i'm just like oh Cause he's like the nicest guy in the world. Like my drunk friends have totally like hit his truck and fucking oh. on their way out and was like, "It's cool, is he man." Coming right here. Is he coming? Is he coming over? Oh no, here. I think so. Oh no. Do we park in a spot? Oh my god. Oh, it's Tori. Oh. See, his ass fucking interrupted too. As that you want to sit in? There's Tory. a mic right there. This is David. What's this is Tori. Tori, grab a seat right Have there, a seat, man. Homie. I can't. I gotta uh, get this hard drive. All right, later, Tori. Later. <laughs> Whatever, Tori, T. I'll see you later. He's a fucking asshole. <laughs> Love you, Tori. Oh. Anyways, so what? What are you recording anything right now? You doing like any kind of new releases coming? Yeah. Well, um, yeah, Megan and I, Hummingbird I Hotel, we're working on. Album. Yeah, Couple we're working on. Album. It's uh, that's Love coming it. out like uh. We're planning like July, uh-huh. so we've we've been kind of chipping away at it for a couple years, for a few years now. But, oh, um, tight! What, yeah, we're we're kind of wrapping up the last few songs right now. How many is it gonna be full length this? Full time? out, yeah. I think we are up, we're up to like twelve songs or something like that. It started with one, and we we're like, well, it's that was so easy. Let's try another one, and then it just turned into like, well, let's make it a full album. Yeah. So we're gonna you know put that out, and we're working on like uh, a children's book and stuff like that. What? So. together? Yeah, that's to cool. To go with the album. Well, that's, that's <laughs> actually gonna be separate. Just, I'm just playing. I'm just pretty playing. much. But Is you know, really? it's it's um it's it's um it's a song she wrote, and then I do uh, illustration. I draw oh, do you draw? Like, yeah. Oh, that's drawing and painting, and you know all those things. But uh, have you ever like done like uh, an exhibit with your show with your? No, I I never had enough enough like material put together. I just always slacked off. Like I went to school, art school, and stuff like that. Oh, really? Where'd you go? Well, I guess it wouldn't be art school, but I went to San Diego State. But you studied art. Uh, yeah, art major. Gotcha. So naturally, uh, didn't get a job after college. And <laughs> well, I mean, you're like the starving artist part. Yeah, I was like, well, well, you're working this musician. This is what I, that's, you paid for me to go to school for, mom. Yeah, to become a substitute <laughs> teacher. <laughs> the rather played the water. What? Water runs dry. That was a while ago. Oh. How dare you? You're late. You're, You're late. too late. You're too late. Too late. Too late. David already played. Uh, so <laughs> what? Where you? Uh, where you guys recording at? At my house. I have a studio I set up in uh, like 2009. Just kind of, it's a garage, mm-hmm. soundproofed, acoustic treated, and you know, just nice. Pro Tools and 
couple mics. That's why he looked around here and just kind of like, went. No, this is cool, man. This is this is a dream said, for you know. Leak, leaks out the boot. <laughs> leaks out the front. What the fuck? He got mad and kind of had to leave and cool down for a minute. He's all, no. man, I ain't singing in here. <laughs> no, nah, this is a dream. The reason the reason I built the studio because we were you know we were at the time stranger had a rehearsal spot down in National City for like six hundred bucks a month. And we, we rehearsed maybe like two three times a month. Oh, so, ouch. So. I just was like, well, I'm going to spend, you know, two grand or whatever it costs. And right. Let me spend the 600 here. <laughs> yeah. So now it's been like there for five years. And that's where you guys rehearse mm -hmm. and like do everything. It's where all the magic happens. That's nice. A, that's right. awesome. magic though. doesn't happen sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> that's where it just sits sometimes. Sometimes we order a couple pizzas and that's what happens. Yeah. That's magic. So. <laughs> that's what, magic. Hey, hell yeah. Pizza's amazing. It just shows up. What? So what, um. What kind of instrumentation you guys using? Uh, it's it's you know it's, every song is kind of different. It's like uh, stripped down. It's it's acoustic-y with mm -hmm. like stand up bass and stuff like that. Then oh, we sweet. have other tracks that are more produced with, you know, where I did like keys and and like made a beat or whatever. You know. Do you uh, do you you play multiple instruments? I take yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Not very well, but you know, with modern technology, you can quantize anything or you know fix what you just gotta you get did. that that one line that one measure right yeah exactly right? and then you exactly. just cut and paste it you're like yeah boom <laughs> that's that's a hit right like there. four notes exactly four notes loop it through so it's it's not it's not like the reggae it's not there's so a couple much, songs that are kind of like reggae-esque you know um just because that's that's like kind of like what i brought to this you know the thing and she came she's coming from kind of like the singer songwriter scene yeah and i'm coming from like the reggae scene and together we've actually met met like a lot of people in the middle who are like in neither scene but you know they can kind of relate to our music so cool. reggae are, are you bringing in outside musicians uh we have we have a bass player that we've that we've worked with uh his name's trevor he's an awesome dude shout out to trevor Mulvey. Hey. Um, Johnny Tar. Actually, yeah. Johnny Tar played um, sax on one of our songs. <laughs> Johnny's a badass. So. Dude, we were taught we uh, before the show. I was telling him, I was like, "Oh yeah, it's cool that you're playing some music." And uh, I mentioned, "I'm all, oh yeah, we had this guy with this loop pedal." He's like, "Oh, Johnny Tar." Yeah, Johnny. The dude is fucking sick. What He's a, a legend. He's a rabble rouser too, man. Dude. He's rowdy. Yeah, he was he like was. pounding beers, yeah, just yeah, like yeah, getting oh, worked. Are these for me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, he's yeah, dude. Oh, dude, and he just had a kid, yeah. and he was just yeah, like, man, and I mean, he's working so much. He were he's last time we saw we went to go see him at uh what's that place in Parks and Rec? Oh yeah, yeah. And he had his band, and that I was like his that joint. It's it's cool as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was his third gig of the day, and uh, we were <laughs> what? Yeah, we were tired for him. Yeah, it's like shit, dude. I'm tired right Damn, now. Damn, he has to drag all that shit. Huh? Uh huh. Shout yeah. out to that guy. But, yeah, Johnny. But you when guys he have has a chance to go see him. Oh yeah, go check out Johnny Tar. He's a fucking monster. He when he has the live band saying, because I can never fucking make it out to a show. Um, does he do a lot of looping still, or is he still, or is he re rely more on the band? Uh, he has I. I don't know if he has backing tracks. There, I mean, I saw he had like something. He had a board up there, yeah, so yeah. he had something like synced up. And yeah, I yeah. saw his drummer had an earpiece, but oh. he had um, you know, bass, drums, guitar. He's playing keys, and then his percussionist. Oh yeah, yeah. He fucking like to watch him do that too is amazing. Where he'll just he'll build a, a horn line, 
and he'll just oh, start yeah, layering that's it. Crazy. Mm-hmm. And then he'll he'll do his little beatboxing. Yeah, dude, that's and what I thought was crazy. That worked that beatboxing in there and stuff. I yeah. was like, when and he did that, I I I like jumped back. So I was like, whoa. Yeah. I was like, nice, dude. Yeah. Dude, love Giant Tar. Fucking what dude, a guy. Dude worked, dude. Fucking hero. <laughs> love you, Giant Tar. Yeah, man. So so Johnny came in and played some sax. Yeah, and- I'll have to play that song for you guys. It's uh it's a it's like uh that song is called Leaving After Midnight. It's like a little more um it's kinda like damn, I don't know how to explain it. Kinda like think of like old like hit the road jack kind of vibe. Yeah. Kind of black and white, kinda sounding and yeah vintage is pretty cool is it like a descending chord line too i don't even know what that means but it got oh. it has a a g minor and then it has a like a a c sharp to a c okay okay so, so i see yeah that's kind of descending dun, yeah well mm-hmm. it's not dan 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 but it's yeah 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 totally totally i can i already heard the song we don't even need to listen <laughs> to it it's good oh, shit i got it yeah you is that one of the complete songs yeah, that one's done. That one's oh, done. nice, nice. Right on. Yeah, I'd fucking love to hear that. Um, so, so you guys are just recording in your studio, and you fucking do you have any preamps or anything cool like that? Um, got any? Like, I mean, I have little mics. I have can, a good mic, yeah. and a good preamp. So, what do you got? It's uh, I have a Peluso twenty two forty seven LE. Okay. Which was like it's a it's a tube mic, but uh-huh. it's modeled after the the U forty seven kind yeah, of. Yeah, the Neumann. But it's it's Neumann. actually really it has its own like really creamy sound, and right. then I just have a a metric Halo preamp. It's just a two channel preamp, Damn. and I was running. I had like one of those Digio two mixer boards before, uh-huh. and I was running like separate lines into there from other mixers. But for the most part, everything I do is is in the box. All the EQs, all the you yeah, know. yeah, totally. So that's just legit. There's this one guy, he did, oh, fuck, I can't remember his name. It's an engineer um, who mixed and mastered uh, Stephen Marley's, I think, maybe album before this last one, or maybe his last album. But he put up a whole tutorial that you can watch where it's just all completely in box and, like, like no outside. And every, there he had all the, you know, he had all the audio and nothing Is was that uh, Andrew Shep? Shepper or something like that probably i think it is like guy with glasses and curly hair i think so i think so um chris murray he was the one who kind of clued me in and he's just like dude you gotta fucking watch it he's just fucking he's just all in box he's like fuck everything else we're going in box and it sounds incredible because chris is uh chris is really good in the studio too he's a um he's way better than me but a lot of people are (laughs) i'm not that great but Come yeah, on, give yourself some credit. You're amazing. <sighs> I'm incredible, um, and uh, everybody loves me, and um, I'm in demand. And that's right. I don't cry myself to sleep, so that doesn't happen. So every night. So when when you're using your mic, this, that specific mic, are you using it? Uh, are you using it a lot for uh, other than vocals? Are you using it a lot for instruments and stuff too? Um, yeah, like guitars and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but I, I have, you know, like, uh, I have some friends down, down South who have studios and stuff like that too. So I'm not, you know, we'd kind of pass gear around a little oh, bit. Oh, that's nice. That's always nice. Give me your mic. Right. right? Yeah. No, I, my, uh, my buddy has one of those, uh, SM7. Oh, those are, yeah, those are, you know, that's, like that's a classic mic. Yeah. Right. Fucking the Michael Jackson thriller mm-hmm. song. 
he has one of those like i was able to use that for a short minute just recording i think i recorded a stand-up with it it worked pretty well i I liked it it had a nice rich tone uh vocals are cool but you gotta be right up on it like a fucking you know Mm -hmm. because is it it's a dynamic or is it both a dynamic and condenser i think it's a condenser but it's um but i mean it was originally like kind of a broadcasting mic and i actually a lot of people use it for broadcasting still I don't know. I'm so bad with just knowing like the specifics. I just know like that mic sounds good. That mic has like good highs. Yeah. And, and I can match it to vocals pretty well. I have that kind of ear, but when it comes to just gear and stuff, I'll talk about gear all day. I only know about half of what you're saying, but like that's how you learn, you know? I think at the end of the day, it, it just comes down to, to the vibe capturing, yeah. you know? Exactly. Because I, I used to geek out on acoustics and having everything placed in the right position mm-hmm. and the mic positioning and every you know every little detail like every little percentage that makes it sound better but if if you can't sing then it's not going to sound good or if you can't you know like and then yeah you should you should be able just to sing anywhere exactly That's basically what you're saying yeah i mean if you sing amazingly through like a shitty mic it's going to sound better than shitty chiddly singing through a great mic right know, so and i think shittily is, is a is is a new word. I like it. I like <laughs> it. We can add it to the Webster, dude. But, all you do is got to submit it. I think. Shit. Are you doing a? <laughs> it's true. Um, they put truthy in. Oh my from god. Fucking. Um, What's that? Colbert. It's truthy. Truth. No truthiness. Oh, truthiness. So it's, it's like kind of truthy. It's Shut kind of. There's Shut kind of truth in it. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen Colbert. Um, what what's your do you got live drums on it too? Or are you recording live drums or is it? I have some live drums, but for the most part, I, I program it. Program because I I mean, even with live drums, I mean I don't have you know all the mics and mm-hmm. and the preamps to to mic up a whole kit, so make it sound like. And the uh, even a lot of times when I do do m- live drums, I'll still sound replaced. So mm. yeah, 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 totally. I feel you there. Oh, that shouldn't sound like crap, huh? Yeah, <laughs> MIDI. Had that. So oh, let me let me oh. get that MIDI going here, and we'll just make that sound real nice. That, that's good. The um, the yeah, the drums are always a fucking challenge for me. Like, uh, it's like a mystery. It's like it's like the fucking it's like it's like the vagina of instruments to mic. I don't, I don't know. My poor wife. I've never tried to mic a vagina. So <laughs> I, I know, right, bro? Yeah. You haven't tried. Any, you haven't. You haven't done anything until you fucking mic the vagina. Mic'd so how do you, do you like kind of angle it down? Yeah, yeah. You want like sort of. A, you want sort of like a. You want sort of like a forty-five degree. Oh, there you go. Either up or down. Okay. You go up though. You're right. You, in, intuition. You got intuition, yeah, brother. Yeah, you know. You know. Boom. This guy knows. Physics. Hit the bomb. Turn the bomb on. <sighs> Thank you, Flex. Anyways, well, I think that was fucking fantastic. Fantastic. What, should we play a quick game and fucking get the fuck out of here? Let's get yeah. the fuck let's out of here. All right, let's do this. Explain the game. Let's go on there, Offie. All right, fine. The name of the game is... I was only doing that because fucking I need I to mess it find up. the... I know. Well, it's guess the price on Craigslist. You can go over or you can go under. It's going to be the closest one to the price. Gets it right. Are we going to go two out of three? You want to go two out of three? Yeah, always. All right. 
two out of three. We can either go two out of three or three out of five. Loser. There's no winners, only losers. <laughs> the loser has to wear the mask in our picture at the end of the show. Yeah, the you, Joe mask. You, yeah. So, I, you know, by the way. Oh, how's litigation? Oh, no. Oh. I know. I haven't heard from uh, him for a while. I thought that's what you were saying. But I Clorox wiped. I had a Clorox wipe and I fucking disinfected oh, the inside nice. of the mask. After 80 shows. 80 shows. That motherfucker has finally gotten gross. finally gotten the the, the wipe down it deserved. Yeah, last time I think I think Pele was complaining about the smell. Oh. I think last time he was well, in Pele's here. Pele's lips was touching it. Yeah, he couldn't lick his lips until he, he washed them. <laughs> Yeah, that's right, dude. He said so. Sure. Don't don't worry about the herpes. It's not there anymore. Um, okay, so so oh, I'll just read i I'll just read a. Oh, I like this. Do one. it. I'll just read the the Do ad. It. Shut the fuck up. No. I'll read the ad and then. Um, what movie was that from? What? That was like a Zoolander, wasn't it? it. Do it. Um. Okay, so it's Do the it. McAllen Ice Ball Maker. Uh oh. Brand new. You just you got just one. Got one? No. Oh. <laughs> oh, I thought that's what he said too. Uh, I just got one. Oh fuck, man! Got the shit. Okay, so the McCallum Ice Ball Maker Sphere Ice Cube for single malt blended whiskey. Someone's giving this up on Craigslist. If it's you like drink a fucking mold. If you drink your whiskey with ice, you will love the McCallum Ice Ball Serve. With this device, you will quickly transform a large ice cube of ice. Into an ball. ice ball. Have you seen those? Uh, uh, ice balls or the yeah, yeah, like the big ass. Yeah, ones the big cubes. Yeah, I don't get that shit. I mean, I do and I don't. I guess I don't get it. I don't get why you need a sphere. Do you know? Well, why? yeah, because it's a slow melt. Other in the big cube. Other than like, if you had pieces of ice, it's the melt's gonna be faster. Because mm. like I, when I drink whiskey on the rocks like that, I like. I like to let it the ice melt. I like to let my drink sit for like three or four minutes yeah. and let it let there get a little bit of water in there. Brings out the flavor a little mm. bit. And you get see, I just I've I've never I've it always does. just been. Um, they, they, did you know that? They that's what they tell you too. You put a splash of water because it yeah. brings out the. I did not know that. I just I would just fucking go straight up, baby. I no, don't, it's I don't weird, fuck dude. It tastes really good, and then you just let the ice melt in the water. It just brings it out. It's I was I was awesome. scolded once at like this fancy party that I was at because I helped him shooting it. Not that oh. time. No, <laughs> the one time I was putting in a styrofoam cup. It was like this fucking super good whiskey, and I was just the degenerate, and it was. I shouldn't have been there. It was definitely a place where I shouldn't have been, but I was working on the campaign um, for the John Kerry campaign back when George Bush won the second um, presidency. <laughs> Isn't it sad when you kind of miss the days of George Bush? <laughs> Anyways, I'm, I was like, you know, George Bush. Anyways, um, I was, I just was like, I just grabbed this bottle. I opened it. It wasn't even open yet. I was like, crack. And I cracked it, started pouring it in a styrofoam cup. And the lady who owned it walked in. And luckily she was like a rad ass lady. Cause she was just like, what the fuck are you doing? And I thought I was busted. She's like, pour that out. You never put it in a styrofoam cup. You put it in a glass cup and you drink it straight. She's like, and then she fucking pounded it down and then fucking poured me a fucking big one she's like 
ever see you do that again. Nice. Ever since then, I was like super young too. So ever since then, I was like, I'll just go straight up. Neat. Right. Ice ball. So here's a picture. Of How many? Just it's one? It's just one mold. Here's the ice ball itself. I'll, I'll get a different picture. What's of the oh capacity man. of ice balls? What is it made out of? Is it made out I think of it's silicone? Um, is it's, it a silicone mold? Hold, hold, no, it's... Um, Aluminum? Uh, Aluminium? Aluminium. <laughs> um, let me see. I mean, I can read the rest of this. It, no, it, the dynamic. I'm looking. I'm seeing if it's fucking there. It looks like it's metal. Here, I'll All show right. you the picture of it. Yeah, we just got to see the mold. Here. There you go. So there's the picture of the mold. All right. Oh, the so mold. It's like a, oh, look. The mold is like dope. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's not like the no. the cheap mold. Yeah, yeah, it's not like you put the water in and let it freeze. It's like it's aluminum, I believe. Right. So I mean, that's like look at that. That's like that's that's legit, a shop. Dude. That's a shop metal shop. That's like then. a piston or some shit. Yeah, fuck yeah. All dude. right, that's legit. All right, All right, who wants to go first? The guests go first. Okay, All right. guest goes first. Uh sixty-five bucks. Boom, shagalaga, one twenty-five. <laughs> he said, damn. <laughs> Actual retail price. I'm Craigslist. Wait. No. $675. Oh, oh, oh. So that's one for us. Expensive ice. Dude, but that thing, look at that thing, though. It looks pretty legit, though. It does, it does. I mean, it probably squirts the water in it slowly. Like, you probably, like, close the No, it it breaks the ice cube, so you put, like, a block in there, and it breaks it into it, I think. That's what it said, right? right. I don't know. I thought it was, I don't know. All right, two out of three. (laughs) That's why he wanted wanted to go two out of three. He goes, all right, I just had to see how this game worked. Um... It's like the free spin. It's like taking a warm-up shot. There you go. All right. So this is out of Los Angeles, California, Glendale. L.A. This is a painting for sale. Oh, River shit. Trout. Oh, I know that one. <laughs> author. Why would it be author? Wouldn't it be like artist? Maybe um, that's the dude's name, author. Vladya Havanisyan. Sorry. Uh, tile river trouts, oil on canvas, size 50 by 50 centimeters, Ooh, created that's huge. in 2004. 50 centimeters? That's little. Is it? I don't know. I'm fucking American. I don't know that fucking overseas. Nice, uh, I guess. I Let me see. Oh, river trout. So since, um, since you took it last time, let's start with you. All right, I am going to go with, well, it is River Trout. How many trout are in the basket? You want to look at it again? Yeah, let me see. One, two, <laughs> there's like eight. There's eight trouts in that basket. This is fine art out of Glendale, California. I think, um, oh, Glendale, all right. I'm going <laughs> to go with, let's go with 525. I think that's gonna hold. I think that's gonna hold. I'm gonna say uh, seven fifty. Oh, he only took fifty bucks off for that other trout. He didn't realize it was <laughs> there was a pink one and a brown one. Oh, there was a pink one. Yeah. You want to look yeah. at? It? Well, <laughs> it's too late. It's too late. <laughs> you want to see this again? All right. 
actual retail price. Dave, Mr. Mr. Stranger has to wear the mask. Oh, right. He's a 150 or 75. Boop, boop, boop. Blood Stranger in the mask. Right. His name is David. David. He's in the Joe mask. All right, um, we on. speak English good. Let's take a picture. All right. Oh, you gotta keep it on till the okay. end of the show, which is right now. But it's right now, so, uh, that's good, that's so good. where can people find Hummingbird Hotel? How can people get a hold of you? How can people book you? What's the best way? Uh, Hummingbird Hotel, anything with that, you can find at hbhmusic.com, and then Stranger Band is strangerband.com, and then all of the you know Facebook, Instagram. I don't. I don't think all the need, social media. We don't very. We don't tweet very much, but uh. I don't tweet. I don't understand that shit. I don't either. I don't understand why. Why I don't get it. I don't understand tweeting either. Tweet this. Tweet. Go tweet yourself. Go tweet yourself. Um, and so and then you got the show May twenty fifth. May twenty sixth. May twenty sixth. The music box. Music Memorial box. Day weekend. Yep. Music box. John Brown's body. Stranger Band. We'll be sick. Music Box is a great venue. Be awesome to go see you guys there. That'd be a sick show. Yeah, I'm, I'm, we're definitely going to be out of town that weekend, <laughs> but... Uh, Are you, You're you heading up to Cali Roots with us? What's up? Are you going to Cali Roots? Yeah, dude. I got actually... Uh, it's going to be part work, part play. Where are you working? Oh, you're going to be doing uh, Point Loma business? No, well, not at the Cali Roots. Um, so... Uh, there's a company that we work with that their facility is up there and they've invited us to come into town and they want to take us out to dinner and all that shit. Oh, they want. Oh, okay. Nice. What, they, so while you, guys are, while you guys are, pros, while you guys are partying and doing that, I will be off doing that for a minute. Also, I forgot to say this at the top, but for Skanks Roots Project, <laughs> we got the opening slot on the original stage at Cal Roots, so we'll be starting at 11.45, and that's, I think that's the, what is that, That's is that Friday the 26th? Friday. Yes, sir. Friday so, morning. So, go to Stranger Band if you're not in, uh, Stranger Monterey. Band. If you're not in Monterey, go see Stranger at the Music Box with John Brown's body. Uh, good East Coast reggae for you. Uh, and then, if you want to see Skank Street's project, get there early. Yeah, get there early. Be the first one at the original stage. Um, nice though, DJ. The original stage. Uh, it's, well, I guess the bowl stage is where it's at. Because Revolution is, I don't know. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm just happy to be there. Um, so Skank Street's project, and then the late Bring ones. Party. Yeah. The late yeah. ones. Oh yeah, that band you were just saying. Oh yeah, I did. the late ones is right good. right after us. Then Beebs. I don't know who Beebs is. Dude, we'll party with the late ones too. Um, Those guys are fun, dude. All Star Jam, Summer of Love Tribute, and then Jesse Royal and then Cashed Out. But that's just on the original stage. Everything else you can find this shit online. Folks, get some. Woo! All right. Yeah, kids. be love, make love. <laughs> Be nice to your fellow man. There you go. What's the next one? Build up. <laughs> HJ for everybody. David Stranger, thank you, sir. Whoa, I appreciate whoa. it. Thanks for coming on. Respect, brother. I appreciate the love. Now I gotta sit here and hold this button.